Good evening. Good evening. My name is Travis, and if you're listening to this, you are on Oscar Mike Radio on the move for our veterans and military. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hoobazoo Network. You can find out more on hoobazoo.com. And starting with the question of the week. Some people heard the podcast about Reedy's Archery and Reedy's Archery Veterans Team. Very cool thing to be a part of. Glad to see that we're going with that. And the question is, how's the archery team? How are you doing? What's going on with that? I just first want to say thank you for that question. It's going great. I am having fun getting out the old bow and getting back into this, dialing in the new bow, dealing with the challenges, dealing with different things and learning new things and realizing that I love doing this. I love the whole process, but more than anything that I'm doing, I really enjoy seeing my fellow veterans picking up a new activity, a new pursuit, a new passion, a new way to socialize and build that teamwork camaraderie spirit that may saying it's gone from our civilian co-workers, employees, and friends, and but it's not the same. And it is absolutely awesome to see that come back. And just a big thank you to Chris Reed of Reedy's Archery and all the staff there, Scott, Ryan, Jake, Connor, Daniel, anybody I miss, I'm sorry. To see them work with the veterans and the smiles on the faces and, and how people are, are getting out of their comfort zone and, and really attacking this is a a great thing to see and it just goes to show that all it takes is a couple people one person to really try something new and different to make a change in somebody's life because people are into this people are into this they love it they like it they they come to practice they're playing competitions they're going to 3d shoots they're looking at getting into hunting yay all that good stuff and it's just good to be around people that you you like and you want to see and that you you know really enjoy when they do well. So it's going great. Watch this space. There's more to come. And if you have any desire to get into archery at all, head down to Reed's Archery in Middleborough, Massachusetts. You will not be sorry. So that's the question of the week. Now moving on to the word section of the week. And the word is sponsored by Joyce Asak of Asak Realty. Thank you very much. Hi, this is Joyce Asak with Remax Synergy. I am a real estate agent that services the South Shore. You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram by following Joyce Asak at Asak Real Estate or my website, asakrealestate.com. You can also reach me directly at 508-942-7146. For any buyers or sellers that I'll be working with in 2019, a donation will be made in their name to 22Kill. This week is Memorial Day week. A lot of people I know are planning their Memorial Day vacations, getting summer started, getting their, their bikes out, getting their flip-flops out, getting the coolers ready to go, maintaining the grill, function checks on the lighter, pulling out old recipes. It's, it's the unofficial start of summer. But one of my civilian friends you know, approached me and said, you know, hey, I, I'm, I'm kind of confused. And he's like, I just want to ask because I don't think you'll, you'll make fun of me. But there's Armed Forces Day, there's Memorial Day, and Veterans Day. 
what's the difference? What's the etiquette? I'm sorry. I, I really don't know what's going on with any of this. And I'm like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity to do a podcast on these three things because they're very different days, very different purposes. And for my military brethren and sisters, when a civilian approaches you with that, you know, hey, thank you for your service, we get kind of confused sometimes. And, and I'll get into that in a minute, but there's a reason why. So let's start with Armed Forces Day. It's not a public holiday like Memorial Day and Veterans Day. It's not. But it's close to Memorial Day, which is what causes some of the confusion. It's usually, I think, the third Saturday in May. And basically, it is to honor the, the Americans who are currently serving. Now, some people disagree with me and say that it's for people who have served their country in times of war and peace. My personal opinion, looking at it, and you'll see why when we get into Veterans Day, I believe it is more for those who are currently serving. They're serving in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, and the Coast Guard. National Guard and Reserve units can participate in Armed Forces Day or Week. And these are where you'll have, um, you know, military bases will put on displays in public, where they will have parades and other types of celebrations. They'll have base tours. You know, you might see people driving out in Humvees or, you know, MRAPs or, or whatever. You know, there might be any kind of thing going on that kind of, raises awareness that, hey, we're serving our country right now. And, and it's a great time. I, re I remember in the Marine Corps, even though we were in uh, Yuma, the, the base commander really took it seriously and made sure that the base was spick and span. Translation, that means that everyone, that meant uh, you know staff and junior enlisted and junior officers were making sure there was not a blade of grass and yes, there's grass in Yuma, not that much, and you really can't walk on it. I wouldn't advise it. It's perfectly in place so when the public comes into uh, the air station, they can get an appreciation for how Marines live and train and you know the reason behind F-18s and Harriers taking off at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yes. But that being said, that was more or less what it was for. Uh, the first year that I was at Yuma, we went to Miramar Air Station for Armed Forces Day week. And this is when Miramar was still part of the Navy base system. They had naval guys, they had some Army units there. They, it, was, it was a big, big deal. And it was a really cool thing uh, to go over there and set up the uh, missiles and the radars and have some fun and see some other people and stuff. It was a really awesome day. So that's that's Armed Forces Day. I consider it, again, the day to celebrate those who are currently serving our country, which leads me to the next thing. Sheldon said, well, you know, you got Armed Forces Day, and then and he's like, I'm not trying to be an idiot or stupid. I, I just want to know. I said, well, hey, it's, it's no problem. I'll do a podcast on this. You can check it out. I'll send you a link. No problem at all. You're, you're not asking a dumb question here. In fact, I really appreciate this, and I hope my, my fellow brethren understand that when you're asked these questions, most times someone's really trying to understand what's going on 
so they can give the appropriate respect. They want to feel involved with what we are doing or have done or will do. So don't make fun of them. Don't give them that look like you got to be kidding me. Just simply explain, hey, there's three different days and here's what they are. Memorial Day has been observed on the last Monday of May. And while, again, people think of Memorial Day as the um, unofficial, official start of summer, it's, it's more than that. Memorial Day is literally to commemorate, honor, and remember those who have died in service to our country in the military. doesn't matter if it's peacetime. doesn't matter if it's wartime. If you were wearing a uniform of the United States military and, you know, died on, on duty or doing your job or in an accident, this day is to memorialize your service. And, and for me personally, during my time in Yuma, there were a couple of Marines who uh, got killed. A couple were, were, were accidents off-duty, off-base, but a couple were due to an accident that happened during training. And all I'm going to say, uh, when I get to Memorial Day, I think about those individuals and the saddest thing about all four of those incidents that were you know, part of, uh, of my service was they all could have been prevented. And I think back to... You know, the Korean War, Vietnam War, and World War II and World War One, and, and what our, our fathers and grandfathers had to endure. You know, the women that served in the military as well, especially as nurses, putting us back together. And think about the fact that I can get on my motorcycle, I can go work out, I can spend time with my children, the loves of my life, the most important thing to me, because somebody said, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this and didn't shy away when the going got tough. And their sacrifice and their family sacrifice allows me to have the kind of life I do today. So that's Memorial Day. Now on to Veterans Day. Veterans Day is, to me, a, a great day. The Commonwealth, the state of Massachusetts, really goes all out to celebrate and honor veterans. Veterans Day is every November 11th, and it also marks the day that uh, the treaty was signed, the armistice, if I said that right, which ended World War I effectively between the Allied nations, that's you know the UK and the United States and Germany. So it kind of shares, it has a shared history there. If you have people from Britain who are wearing little red flowers called poppies, that's why they do it. They're remembering you know, that time. And, and so simply, uh, Veterans Day is to honor and remember and, and celebrate those who served our country. And I get a lot of questions about, is a veteran a veteran if they didn't serve in combat? You could sit there and say that, sure, there was a time where that was really kind of strict, if you will. However, I consider that anybody that put on the uniform at any time, especially enlisted service members, who if you know how the system works, you don't really get a lot of say in what you do or where you go and how you're going to serve. You're giving Uncle Sam a blank check to... You know, spend your life how he or she wants. So if you served our country and got an honorable discharge, you're a veteran in my book. And I'm not the only one that feels that way. 
if you didn't get an honorable discharge, well, I mean, we could get into that at a later time. But for me and, 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 and my comfort and how I want to address veterans, you followed the standard of behavior that was expected to get an honorable discharge. That's, for a lot of people, a great accomplishment. It, it is, to me, on the same par as graduating college and or going for your master's. It, it is not easy to get an honorable discharge, believe it or not. And you would say, well, you can follow the rules and just get uh, an honorable. Well, yeah, but people make mistakes. People screw up. People have life hit them in the face and they make mistakes. So I'm not saying that it's necessarily hard to get an honorable discharge. It's, it's not in one regard, but it's not exactly easy either. A, a good conduct ribbon is a good conduct ribbon for a reason. Anyway, so in closing, the gentleman asked me, so I get dirty looks when I say to a veteran in uniform or somebody who I know on my block who you know served in the military, thank you for your service. And I've had veterans tell me the same thing. They really feel odd when that happens. And I'll admit, it, it, it's kind of weird, you know, if I'm out in my Marine Corps League uh, uniform or, you know, I'm on my motorcycle and have my military stuff on or, you know, I'm in a, in a, in a setting where people know that I'm in the military. It's, it's kind of strange sometimes to be singled out, right? But I would simply tell, you know, civilians who want to say thank you, yeah, say thank you, absolutely, because... There was a time in this country where veterans and active duty military were not told thank you. At best, they were ignored. At worst, they were mocked, made fun of, shunned, ostracized, spit upon, called names. So I'm not going to sit there and make fun of or diminish what somebody does if they want to say thank you. And that's all that really needs to be said. It's just a simple thank you and 99.9% .9 of veterans are completely cool with that. On the other side of the coin, I would tell my military brethren, hey, someone's taking the time out of their day to tell you thanks on Veterans Day. Maybe they might get the two mixed up. They might say thank you on Memorial Day, which is you know not right, sure, absolutely. But don't make a big deal out of it. Just say thank you and move on. History shows us that there was a time where that wasn't happening, and I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. So again, I just want to say thank you to the guy who came up to me and asked me this. I hope that when we talk that I answer your questions. I'll send you a link to this podcast. Hopefully this will kind of expand on the answer a little bit. I, I didn't want to get too deep into what each day is. Probably do that at a later time, but at a high level, Armed Forces Day is to celebrate those who are currently serving. Memorial Day is to celebrate those and remember those who died during service. And Veterans Day is to remember those who have served and are still living. So moving on to the end of the podcast and some good stuff, and there is some good stuff up here. I did a podcast with this gentleman by the name of Scott Libby. And Scott Libby runs the group in New England called the 69th New England Regulars. And, and kind of like Chris Reed, he's a, you know, Chris Reed's not a veteran, but Scott is a Navy veteran, and Scott really wanted to create outdoor events that were low cost, but veterans could come together and do together, kind of socialize, hang out, make fun of each other, have some fun, have some laughs, and, and just enjoy the outdoors. 
New England has a lot of areas, uh, parks, trails, hiking, rivers that, that are all cool, camping the whole nine yards that are really available to us. And he just wants to be able to bring people together for certain events. And he went ahead, I'll have the link to the podcast in this podcast where I talked to him initially back in 2018. But I'll also, I have to tell you that he has created decals and I'm getting mine, okay? So how you can go to the um, 69th New England Irregulars Facebook page. I'll have a link to that in the podcast blog post. And you'll see the um, the decals. And they're very, very cool. He has a picture on the decal where it's showing the New Hampshire old man in the mountain. And if you know anything about that, that's very near and dear to New Hampshireites or New Hampshireans. I don't know. It's a very cool decal. It's a very cool group. He's growing and he's doing all kinds of cool stuff. We're going to do some stuff later this year with him and the American Cancer Society. I'm very excited about that. And I just want to tell you right now, Scott, these decals are baller. They're awesome. And I'm getting mine. You want to get yours before I get mine. And you're going to have to wait to get yours again. That is the 69th New England Irregulars decals. That's a mouthful. Wow. The 69th New England Irregulars. I got to work on that. So moving on. Uh, last but not least, this is a very, very cool opportunity that I'm really happy to talk about and promote, and I'm already seeing people sign up for this. The New England Center and Home for Veterans participates as a, a nonprofit in the Marine Corps Marathon, and this year, Team NECHV is doing the 44th Annual Marine Corps Marathon in Washington, D.C. on Sunday, October 27th. You can, if you're interested in running this thing, you can get a bib. It's it's a very cool experience. It's run very, very well. Of course it is. It's run by Marines. Hoorah. Some people I know, I'm going to get into that later, are running this. Don't want to give it away right now. But it's going to um, a very good cause. The New England Center and Home for Veterans works very hard to provide services for veterans who are at a disadvantage in life and need a hand a hand up. And so all the funds raised will go right back into the center. It's a very cool thing that they're doing. So if you want to learn more, you can contact Nicole Hand. Her email address is Nicole period hand at NECHV.org. Again, I'll have a link to that in the blog post for the podcast. And it's going to be a very cool time. There's going to be some very awesome people running this thing. I don't want to give that away. But uh, you want to, if you're a runner and you love marathons, you can't miss this one at all, ever. So this is the end of number 149. Really, really uh, happy to be at this point as we move into number 150. Really feeling good about where the podcast is going. Really love all the support that the podcast is getting and people wanting to come back on and talk about what they're doing, people trying new things, people having stories to tell, and me trying to continually improve on what this is. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Please stay safe. Please uh, use good judgment when uh, having some uh, alcohol. Do not char your steak. Steak should not be charred. 400 degrees, four minutes each side. Bam, you're done. You can't go wrong. So with that being said, I'm Travis. This is Oscar Mike Radio. We're on the move.